With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Sunscape Resorts and Spas and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. You guys, have you heard about Squarespace? You must have, because I talk about it all the time. Their website has helped me with my businesses, but it will also help you grow your business. And it really does take the guesswork out of building a website. They have so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of our favorite product features is the Fluid Engine. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with a best-in-class website template and then customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. Stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine, built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Go to squarespace.com slash drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This summer, own your style with Macy's, whether packing for a destination vacation or planning a backyard staycation, Macy's has all that you need. Shop brands like Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. Macy's has all of your summer must-haves. Summer dresses, matched sets, volume sleeve tops, espadrilles, mm. wedges, straw-crafted bags, bathing suits, and so much more. Oh my gosh, the free-for-all. Shop at Macy's.com slash style. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant makes navigation a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while you're on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. I don't know about y'all. I love the holidays and they also stress me out. <laughs> Yesterday, I was trying to get everybody's gifts wrapped and I just needed a second. I was on my fourth paper cut and I was like, okay, take a walk around the house, calm yourself down. And you know what I did? I went and got myself a cookie and I felt better. So all I'm saying is if you're tired or besieged by paper cuts, I think you deserve a cookie too. I agree. Guys, Keeper Sandies are buttery. They're shortbread cookies made with delicious ingredients like cranberries, pecans, and almonds. And each Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by those cute little Keebler elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies. It's the perfect treat that'll keep you going.
Next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for a Keebler Sandy's shortbread cookie to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. First of all, you don't know me. <laughs> We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. Forever. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl, cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl, you could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. You guys, we, we just finished watching episode two, Places We Have Come to Fear the Most. Um, I yeah. didn't expect to be affected, friends. <laughs> we all cried at the end. I know. You were saying like during the Zoom, I mean, when we were just watching the episode, Hillary, you were saying that you, you're, it's, you're really realizing what it is that um, was capturing people's hearts. Because, you know, at the time when we were on the show, it's harder to, it's harder to see because it's all mixed in with everything that we're experiencing behind the scenes too. So to just watch it back kind of pure uh, mm. w- with fresh eyes is, um, I'm getting it too. I'm starting to really get it. Yeah. And when you see it put together, you know, edited just right. And the music is just right. And it ends on that beautiful Gavin DeGraw song. That's so emotional. And, and then Lucas turns and looks at oh. Peyton and says, your art matters. Guys, we all three <laughs> oh, no. choked up. Who admitted it first? <laughs> it's what got Who said me it first? I did. Yeah. I'm so such we, a crier. I'm I, the I just last said, one like, to admit it. Wow, um, I feel crazy. I'm crying. But, but it was yeah. such a, you know, that's what was great about this show mm. is that, like we were saying before, where everything now in this um, genre is really heightened and high stakes mm. and like that Riverdale Vampire Diaries, like sort of high concept stuff, uh, the superheroes and all that, which is so great. I love those shows. But yeah, it's fun. W- but we what we don't have a lot of right now is just... Um, teenagers with an attention span that can like sit and watch. I guess maybe that's what it is. I don't know if it's lack of content or if it's just the fact that the world has changed, but it seems harder to sell this kind of a show now than it Mm. did then. But back then, like all you, all you needed was the very genuine, real um, emotion of the human experience and something Mm. that simple of the struggle of somebody wanting answers and how they built it up the whole episode until the end when it's just one small vulnerable moment. And he just says that one thing to you, your art matters. It's what got me here. He didn't have to say that, but it was vulnerable. And it's exactly what every teenage girl wants a cute boy to turn and say something vulnerable and meaningful to her. I mean, mm. immediately I was like 16 again, like, oh, oh my God, I just want that. <laughs> well, and I think what's really interesting is that in a way that that never goes away, right? Yeah. We all, we grow up and then we realize inside of us are still scared kids. Is that why people like this show? I think so, maybe. Because one thing I will say is, I get what you mean. Like these high concept shows have really evolved now, but people are still watching our show. And I think it's because at the root of it, it gave a bunch of people permission to be scared to be vulnerable, yeah. to be complex, feel to feel feelings. And like, no matter in what ways they might've been succeeding or, or how good their lives were at home, or perhaps how rough their lives were at home, they had a place to come and feel vulnerable and feel like they could take risks. You know, it's a risk to turn around and look at the girl at the basketball game and say that to her when her yeah. boyfriend is standing over there. But, but, we took these risks to be seen 
on screen. And I think so many people crave that now. It's such yeah. a teeny tiny moment. And I mm. honestly, like I, that line is the line that fans say to me more mm-hmm. than any other line. Mm, yeah. And it is ingrained in, I have it embroidered from a fan, like mm. hanging up on a wall in my house. Um, and it's to watch it back, because I haven't seen it since it aired, is so weird because it's such a small moment and it made such a big impact and like Mm -hmm. I'm coming off of a weird weekend I literally just drove through my hometown and hung out with some friends from high school and and shared all these like vulnerable things with them that I didn't have the moxie or um, confidence to tell them when we were 17 in real life so to watch these 17-year-olds mm. on TV, I mean, it could be us playing these people or like total strangers, but just to watch these 17-year-olds on TV, like say things that are earnest. It's is, everything you want to have the guts to say when you're that age, but it's just so hard. Yeah. It's shocking to watch. Yeah. It, it the fear of like, rejection. Yeah. Yeah. But in that moment on the court, did it feel like a big, did you feel it in that moment, how powerful that was? Or only within the storytelling that we're watching back? I think I was so scared of the process of filmmaking while we were mm-hmm. doing it mm-hmm. that everything to me was like, how do I hit my mark? How do mm-hmm. I find lens? How do I like do all these things? And um, and I joke all the time about how at the time, like Chad, I, I was so mean to Chad when we first started shooting the show. I was just like, don't even look at me. You're just a dumb boy, whatever. Because <laughs> um, I was such a snarky little brat. And so watching it I have this joke where I'm like I believe in the power of the edit right where you can like do a totally dorky scene but when they lay some good music on it Mm. I mean you know what Mm -hmm. I mean when they piece Mm -hmm. it together the end of that episode I believe in the power of that edit they did a really solid job making that feel like a punch in the gut Mm. yeah and when you watch it you get you get the narrative of the edit, you get the melody of the episode. And when we're doing it, you know, we're in the gym for 18 hours that day. Mm-hmm. You're not, you're not conscious of it. And, and it's funny, you know, Joy, you were saying something earlier when we were watching about how it's a blur for us. Cause we did it for so long and it was yeah. so many years and I did something and I don't know if I told you guys this, and this was just an averaging, but I, I went through, and looked at, you know, some timesheets and was like, okay, so if I wanted to make an average of how many hours we shot every episode and then what that means over 187 episodes, mm-hmm. it means that from you guys starting the pilot to us finishing episode 187, we filmed this show, the conservative estimate is 35,000 hours of our lives. What? <laughs> so that's why we don't remember anything, you guys. Yeah. Like, so the cool thing she's is, she's good at math. She's I really oh good God. at math. I, I love really that like as a math. Hobby, you just sat down and did that. So I crunched. I got the graph paper out. Yeah, no, like this is the way in which I'm like. This is why when people ask me if Brooke Davis and I are similar, I'm like, so in some ways we became similar, and in many ways not at all. I love math, and and I I needed like a data point to understand why I couldn't always remember things that fans were asking. And I'm actually so excited to be here, A, because we get to do this every week and I get to be with two of my favorite women, and B, because 
Now we're going to get to experience what they did. Because at the time, we never did. Yeah. Even if we saw an episode, even if there was like a big something, we had a watch party, we were still filming thousands of hours a year. Yeah. yeah. And so now we're just going to like watch the show Wait. and just see the edits. Did we ever have a watch party? The only watch party I remember is Honeygrove, Texas, where we sat down with some fans and watched the show. Oh. But did we ever? I remember one in uh, somewhere in Landfall Center. I think there was some bar maybe that people met up in to watch a, fin- a finale. Yeah, a finale or something. Yeah, I, I think it was near the movie theater. I can't remember. but Yeah, what yeah, are those sports bars? Rarely. What was that? I don't know. See this, I won't remember. But But rarely we did that. But wait, let's talk about something that we have to address, which is the introduction of Brooke Davis. Oh, hi. She came in cute (laughs) with that little flippy hairdo. Oh, Oh, my God. It was like the brown out Rachel. Oh, that hair. So I look back at it and I'm just like, wow, I didn't, I just didn't really know. The hair was so... It was, I actually sort of find it charming because it is very innocent and sweet. Yeah. And, and, but then the thing that is so traumatic for me is that I'd plucked out half of my eyebrows. Like. So you talk about this. I love it. I love the skinny nineties brows. I think that there's girl, I'm telling you. I think it's very flattering, but also like I'm Italian. I can't, I can't get rid of these. (laughs) By the way, I'm so lucky because they grew back when I stopped plucking them out. And I'm very thankful to my mother yeah, and her mother for not. that. Your <laughs> eyebrows fucking are rubbing castor oil on my eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> so but, I remember when you showed up, I thought you looked like Janine Turner. Is that is that who I'm thinking of? Wait, from, from like, Urban Exposure? Yes. Yes. Because <gasps> she had that cute mole <gasps> and you have a cute mole. Oh, yeah. And I was like, and, and also just that kind of like sultry like raise one eyebrow, give you that like side eye look. And I was like, oh, she's got that thing. Mm-hmm. That thing. And Sherilyn Fenn has it too. Yeah. You know? Wow. Like you, you embodied those women who just kind of had like a little bit of mystery to them. Um, and it was such a good introduction to Brooke Davis because she does. She gives like such good cheerleading side eye. Oh, yeah. man. You were also exactly what the energy the sh- that the show needed. I mean, the, the, they introduced Jake with the boys and you with the with the girls on the girls mm. team. And it was like every everybody got a little we have, we'll talk more about Jake in a minute. But um, I loved what you the energy that you brought. It was like just bubbly and fun. And but there was a depth there, which we saw when you were talking about um, your future and, mm. you know, your fear. And we were saying um, in when we were watching it, we were talking with each other and saying that uh, that line about, you know, I'll, I'll here's what, what's going to happen unless I get fat. And it's mm. like I can see how so many girls who went into audition would have read that as like a funny line. But, you know, fam, like talk about why you knew mm. how to nail that line. Yeah, gosh, I think because, and we we talked about this a little bit when we first got together to talk about this, um, I there was so much about Brooke I didn't understand and that I couldn't relate to. And I I was so scared to admit I didn't know. So I, I like was desperately trying to figure it out. And so the the sultry cheerleader, I was like, they, they yeah, side eye. I was like, that's what they do. Like I'd never held a <laughs> pair of pom-poms, you know? And 
And, and the interesting thing for me was those were the things I had to find in her and like her boldness and, and her, her very overt sort of sexiness and stuff made me scared. But the, the fear I could understand because I was afraid. And then that fear in particular, I, I really understood because I'd seen girls who were in families like that, families that said, you've got to do this job or you've got to be in this pageant or you need to do this and don't you ever gain an ounce because then you'll never get a man. And you'll, and it, I, I watched girls wither under that. I had a friend in high school who had to go to rehab for an eating disorder because she grew oh, wow. up in a family like that. And it was heartbreaking and scary as a teenager to see a friend go to the hospital, you know? And and so for me, that line, to not play it as a joke, to play it as a deep-seated fear, felt really honest for things I'd seen before. That made all the difference with your character. Right. Well, I mean, did they ever talk to you about you. the trajectory of Brooke? Like, no. did you know that down the road, Brooke Davis would become like the voice of reason? No. You know? No. I mean, my God, I I thought in the beginning and, you know, we'll get to it in the next episodes. But if our if our OG fans are here, they've seen them before. Um, <laughs> like, you know, I thought that the the stunt in the backseat of the car which I think might be in the episode after this, was like a one-time thing, was a stunt. I didn't know that, you know, they were really going to try to push me to behave that way, to be this like outlandish girl. And now it's funny because at the time I was like, this is ridiculous and high school girls aren't promiscuous like this. And now I'm like, who am I to call any woman promiscuous? Rude. But, you know, at the (laughs) time I just was like, I don't know. And And, you know, years into the show, I think they were just like, we're so sick of fighting with you that we're just going to start to make her more like you. Yeah. Um, You won the battle. I won. And then there were there were like ways I got to be so bold, like later down the line, you know, when I trashed that cafe across from Karen's like. I would never do that. But God, don't you just fantasize about like walking in a room and just shoving everything off a table? Like she felt so free to me in in ways that I never did. But but yeah, I had no idea what she was going to be. All they said to me was, you know, we've got this show and it's so good. And everyone everyone's dealing with sadness and we need somebody who's really happy and likes to mix it up. And I thought when I read that line about I'll be, you know, successful and get everything I ever want unless I get fat, I thought, oh, that's the hint. That's a hint for who she really is. Yeah. Didn't you guys grow up hearing like, I'm going to go to college and get my MRS? I knew I knew girls who grew up in, in the South who said that. I don't know what an MRS is. I'm sorry. Your missus. Your missus. That's your degree. You're going to go you to college to find marry- a husband. Whoever you're dating your senior year in college. Oh, oh, that's such a Southern thing to say. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, where I grew up, it was like, oh, yeah, I'm going here to get my MRS. You know, all the engineers go to this school. All the architects go to this school. All the lawyers Mm -hmm. go to this school. Yeah, that's a very Southern. And I guess like upper, upper echelon East Coast, too. But I don't know that they'd say it that way. 
I mean, the rednecks still say it, Joy. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, yeah. I was lived in Dallas till I was 12, I should know. That's how you get out of that lower that lower system. You're like, I'm going to go mm-hmm. get my MRS. She got into the state school. She's going to do well, you know. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I can't tell you how many times I have been. I get, get this little notification pop up. It tells me that I've subscribed to something that I don't know even what it is. And it's like, Oh, $39.99 or $62.45 annually is coming up. Do you want it? And I'm like, I don't know what this is. I have, <laughs> I have no idea. Going on in, you know, there's too many things going on in my day. When am I going to have time to go dig through all these files and figure out what's what? I need help. And I mm-hmm. think we figured out the way. Rocket Money, it's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of 500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with just a few taps. Yeah, I love how the dashboard just shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus, they'll help me create a custom budget and it keeps my spending on track. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. So cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash queens. That's rocketmoney.com slash queens. Rocketmoney.com slash queens. Friends, we need a second to talk about Squarespace. Squarespace has so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of the product features that I love is their asset library. You can upload, organize, and access all of your content from one place. With the new asset library, you're able to manage all of your files from one central hub and use them across the Squarespace platform. They also have flexible website templates, so you can get started with one of their professional website templates with designs for every category and use case. Then you just customize your look, update content, and add features to fit your unique needs. You can make any Squarespace template do what you want, so your idea, your brand, or your business stands out online on every device. Plus, They will make selling your products on an online store a breeze. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. Go to squarespace.com slash drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. So I play this little game every morning where I leave the house looking decrepit. And then I drop my children off at school. And then I get to my office and I take out a nice, cute little bag that came with my Thrive Cosmetic order. And with just a couple of products, I'm able to look like a normal, happy, healthy human again. It's incredible. I love these products. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. Now, a few of my favorite products include their incredible Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner. It's easy-to-use waterproof pencil, holds like wax, and blends like a powder. 
Just line brows to give them some structure and create natural-looking strokes of hair to fill in sparse brows. It comes with a spoolie brush to lift and tame brows after applying the pencil, and there are eight shades to choose from that adjust to your natural brow color for a perfect match every time. Now, my other favorite product, I've been talking about this forever, is the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. Their unique formula creates tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. And it's super easy to remove, you guys. This is my favorite part. It just slides right off with warm water, doesn't leave smudges, doesn't pull your eyelashes out. It's incredible. Its nourishing ingredients support longer, stronger, and healthier-looking lashes over time. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com drama. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash drama for 10% off your first order. I think this is such a brilliant invention, and I wish somebody had come up with it earlier, but I'm glad we have it now. (laughs) You know, I've been doing theater since I was a little kid. My mom has all these videotapes of me and all these productions, and then we also have all of our family movies and all of the family photo albums and all of the everything that just takes up so much space. And I'm so grateful that Legacy Box created this whole platform to be able to condense these amazing memories down into something that's actually tangible and easy to access. Well, and with Mother's Day fast approaching, it is a great gift for the whole family. So you can relive moments like wedding days, first steps, or the embarrassing haircut you had in the 90s. You can (laughs) reconnect with your family's history and hear your grandmother's voice again for the first time. Yes, the process is so easy. You just send in your legacy box filled with old VHS tapes, camcorder tapes, and pictures, and their team professionally digitizes everything by hand In the USA, you'll get everything back on the cloud or a thumb drive along with your originals. It's so easy. Yeah. I mean, again, the VHSs, my my new project is that I found Jeffrey's big, huge storage containers of VHS, and Ah. he was making TV shows in the late 80s, early 90s that I never got to see. This is my chance. So all of his pilots that never that never aired. Right. I love those old beta tapes. (laughs) So you guys can do this too. join over one point five million families that have trusted Legacy Box with their memories. Just go to LegacyBox.com slash drama to save 60% during their best Mother's Day sale ever. That's LegacyBox.com slash drama. Nothing is more fun for me than decorating, whether it's like I've moved, I have to go on location somewhere, or my friends are moving. I just want to design people's houses. (laughs) It's happy. And you know, like a place goes from just being you know, like a box you live into a home. Only Wayfair has everything you need to bring that mm-hmm. vision to life. I can attest to this personally. I am on this site all the time finding amazing things for my home. Wayfair is the place to shop for everything home from sofas and beds to dining sets and decor. No matter your style or budget, there is a Waberhood in every zip code brought to life by everyone who makes their home truly their own with Wayfair. A huge selection of home goods ranging from appliances and area rugs to beds and wall art. Everything you need for your living room, outdoor areas, bedroom and more. Wayfair makes it easy with fast and free shipping, even on the big stuff. And they'll even help you set it up. Every style is welcome in the Waberhood. Visit Wayfair.com or get the Wayfair mobile app. That's W-A-Y-F-A-I-R.com. Wayfair. Every style, every home.
think about the trajectory that Brooke took, though, that's so interesting that you would start in that place of genuinely feel like just being like all those other, you know, the example of all those other type of girls that you are just mm-hmm. talking about, um, which I hate saying anyway, type of anything like just the generalization. Everyone's obviously got all their own individual struggles, but there is some sort of collective community similarity in that way that um, mm. she would have come from. And to see her go from that to the incredibly empowered woman that she became. I mean, that's such an interesting and heroic journey. I loved mm. that. I did too. And I loved, I loved that she made it feel possible for so many people. And I loved that she always found it with women. So Mm. many girls are raised to seek validation from men. You know, and I even think back to all of us being kids and, you know, trying to figure it out and be in relationships while we were there. And that's how you think you're a grown up. But really, you grow up, really, you find your people in the women in your lives, first and foremost. And, you know, we've all been together for a hell of a lot longer than most of us have been with anybody else. You know what I mean? It's true. We've been in love longer than I've been in my marriage. Exactly. (laughs) And so then I was like, wait, how long is it? 12 years? I was like trying to do the math real quick in my head. I need to write it down when I do it. Um, But I, I thought that that was so special. Like even you talking about her trajectory, you know, Brooke launched her business living with Haley. Brooke made decisions about her future with Peyton. Like, I loved being able to, despite so many ways in which like a group of old men writing for us made Ooh. us say shit that teenage girls would never say your porn name. Come on. We would never. Yeah, the porn name. Oh, but which, like, okay, we, as long as we're addressing it, we're what it, are we're our porn it. names? Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, <laughs> wait. Oh, no. Wait, it's your, what, the, your first pet what and your mother's maiden name? My first pet was Shepherd, and my mom's maiden name is. Well, I can't tell people my mother's maiden name. That's like questions that the social security oh, yeah. office calls and asks you. Wait, then what are our characters' mothers' maiden names? Do we okay. know that? Well, then we. I just said mine, so you guys go. Oh yeah, mine's Bunny oh. Brigard. Well, do you know Ellie's maiden name? I don't know Victoria. Ellie Harp. It was Harp. Oh, I don't think Peyton had a pet. I had a dog named Misty. I feel like she would have had a wizard. Harp. Misty Harp. Misty Harp definitely <laughs> got her MRS. Yeah, she to got any her. Misty Harps out there, I'm so sorry. I just want to fully uh, Hello, disclose Misty that that was just Harp. a joke. Um, gosh, I don't know that Victoria had a maiden name that I was aware of. Mm-hmm. Um, but my our first dog's name was Bouncer because my mom used to joke that he was her bodyguard. So Bouncer Davis is kind of hideous when you think about it in terms of porn it's a visual i just see boobs everywhere Um, but totally not something that a teenage girl would talk about by the way joy you handled the naughty talk baby you handled here's why here's why i had to because oh my gosh wait guys we have a producer it's victoria montgomery See, this is why we have people helping mm-hmm. us make this show because they know the things we don't. So, Bouncer Montgomery is even worse. Bouncer yeah. Montgomery. <laughs> oh it God. sounds like an old, like, Southern Gothic. Oh, my like, God. William Faulkner character. <laughs> Bouncer you know? Montgomery. No, but, but go but back, yeah, go back, because so, you're right. You, no, you the, nailed the, it. The reason why I had to was I mean, it's definitely something that I would have said something about, like, 
I don't want to, you know, why are we talking about this? This is not something teenage girls would talk about. And I was also really conservative and um, at the time and just very, you know, at I was the time. uncomfortable. At the time. At the time. I'll talk more later. Disclaimer. Um, we'll talk more about where you are now after the show. Um, but I, look, I mean, when I joined the show, I was told in no uncertain terms, this show is about fucking and sucking. That's oh my God, I can't believe they said that to you. That's what like, I was told. I just almost spit That's LaCroix out of my nose. I got. What? It Who was said like that so to you? if she's going to be prude, she needs she can't be on this show. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it was just so outrageous. So anyway, so I knew that, you know, like I was going to have to like and I, you know, I knew my character, so I wasn't concerned that my character was like going to go in a direction that I would have felt compromised in or whatever. So I was like, okay, you didn't think whatever. you were going to wind up naked in a backseat? I yeah. didn't. <laughs> like if it was on to that's <laughs> right. <laughs> oh I'm going to sing you a song. <laughs> Top. Yeah. So um, when that line showed up in the script, I was like, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, pardon the pun, I'm gonna suck it up, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh my so god. god. It writes itself. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So um that's where that came from. Anyway. But by the way, two wow. episodes in a row now, Haley's making comparisons to Dawson and Joey. Yeah. Cuz you mm. say it's Dawson's freak. Like did you think that Haley and Lucas were hooking up in the show? I did. I thought for sure. Oh, like, same. Yeah. yeah. I think that's what they they were originally going for, but Chad and I had no chemistry. So it just didn't work. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I kind of felt that way with James because when I met James on the pilot, like we went out with our parents, you know, and like mm. we were buddies and I I also was like such a prude that I hadn't like really kissed that many people in real life. So, you know, kiss it, kissing James on the show was like weird. And that was hot and heavy in the backseat. Yeah, well, you guys, guys had to like, go at it in that no, car. They, they shot that scene multiple times because they realized that like neither one of us had ever kissed on television before. Right. right. So which means like neither There's one of us had learn. been being directed. The very first scene that you ever have to like hook up is the weirdest thing ever because it's not real. So you're like, oh, no tongue, no tongue. Is this a conversation we need to have? Hands, where do those go? And you're a teenager. You're so awkward talking about your body or kissing anybody in the first place. And I was 21 and James was 17. And there was a legality thing in the back (gasps) of my mind where I'm like, am I going to prison? Oh, man. (laughs) So there was just so much going on and there's 40 people standing around and you're shooting it at four o'clock in the morning and everybody just wants to go home and you're like, God damn it, just kiss me the way we're supposed to kiss. And like, I don't know what to do. And you're supposed to know what to do. I don't know what to do. Yeah, they're like, run your hand up her leg. And he's probably like, is this this okay? Can I do? I don't. Joy, they did a whole series of inserts of just his hands on different body parts of mine. And I'm just thinking like, did I put lotion on? Did I shave? (laughs) Did I shave? Like, are we supposed to shave from the knee up now? Because I've been one of those girls where like, you were a slut if you shaved from the knee up, you know? And I don't think it was till I joined the show that I was like, oh yeah, I guess I should do that. Um, <laughs> when they start doing insert work on your thigh. Oh <laughs> like, my God. Yeah, it was just, that was so um, traumatic. And oh my God, I never, 
I didn't think about this till just now. What? You know what made me realize that James was like a child is that we did this like a whole take of kissing and it went on and on and on and on. And I'm like, somebody yell cut. Somebody yell cut. This is so uncomfortable. <laughs> and finally they yell cut and James goes, Sorg. And I was like, what is Sorg? that? I said, Sorg. I remember that. What is Sorg? And he goes, it's gross backwards. <laughs> and I was you made t-shirts, Hillary. <laughs> I did. So you like, made oh Sorg shirts. I'm talking to a teenager. Right <laughs> He's now. a literal teenager. Sorg. Sorg. Yeah. Kissing you is Sorg. Kissing you is so Sorg right now. Yeah. Oh my um, God. It was gross, guys. Sorry. <laughs> oh my God. That's so oh funny. Oh my God. I was jealous because I was like, all of Joy's kisses with James seem really like, like, <laughs> passionate and really like gentle and loving and james and i like we were like two um cobras just biting each other yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it, was, it really captured the teenage hormones like oh, attacking man. each other is this how we do it just smash your face against mine come on yeah, yeah. let's headbutt each other chip our teeth yeah but interestingly it feels so authentic oh for sure like so much of what was so special about the show is how authentic things felt and how honest they were and like unpolished. Who was your first kiss in real life? Sophia go. No, you go. Okay. Oh my, my first God, I'm red. <laughs> I mean, I had like a there was there was like a summer camp kiss with this really tall, green-eyed Spanish boy. Wow. Who was oh. very tall and wow. like and like chubby and just super like like a big like a linebacker. And he kissed oh. me out on the ropes course at summer camp. But How there was no you? tongue. There was no tongue. It was just oh. lips. And I it wrote that in my diary. It was a smooch. But it was like slow and sweet. But then oh. my French kiss, my first French kiss was this boy and we were in his basement. And he kissed me, but he licked all the outside of my mouth. Oh, no! All out there. And like, it was like, I don't, I guess neither of us knew what we were doing, but I definitely knew. I was like, I feel like this is not the way it's supposed to be done. No. No. Is it a nice that there's not video evidence of that? Oh, Thank you, Lord. Oh, man. Oh, no. I will say, and I will never tell you who, but I had one of the most aggressive and inappropriate kisses I've ever had on camera on our show. What? Oh, I and know the, exactly what you're talking about. You know what it is. Yep. I feel like, Joy, I've told you this, but this sounds I, kind I, will, of familiar. I will never reveal to the audience, but I was bitten by someone. <gasps> oh, that's right. Uh-huh. On our show. And when I said, watch what? for it the whole yeah. time now. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that take made it because I hit him. I mean, I didn't like hit him in the face. I just like shoved him back because it really hurt. And I said, what are you doing? And he goes, I'm being sexy. And I was like, it's not sexy. You're like, I'm bending. There has to be like somewhere there's probably that in an outtake. And for his sake, I hope it doesn't come out because like I don't want to ruin his future prospects. But oh, man, I was like, you need to talk to someone about this and don't bite my face again, sir. Sexual activity is such a luck of the draw thing as you grow up in life. Like who you end up being able to kiss. Learn from. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. I mean, it it makes a big difference. Hillary, who'd you kiss for the first time? Well, my first like prude kiss, um, no tongue kiss. That's the differentiation. Tongue, Mm -hmm. no tongue. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Tongue, no tongue. First no tongue kiss. I'm doing the music man in fifth grade and there's a sixth grade boy who has really good hair. 
and is a very oh. good dresser. Oh. And um, in the play with you? Totally in the play with me. Okay. Mm-hmm. And is such a babe. And we get along and we like all the same things. And so oh. I Google him as an adult. And he is a hairdresser and a flight attendant now. And he definitely um, is gay. And I feel so, like, <sighs> flattered that he <laughs> thought I was worth kissing in my super Aww. awkward years. Like, it was one of those things where I was oh. like, oh, my God, of course. Like, yes. Right. Um, <laughs> our energies were very. But also, that's been a common theme in my life ever since, you know. Um and then tongue kiss was, I had started dating a really bad boy in high school, like a bad boy. Oh. And I was not a bad girl. And he, I guess, had like the, the chick he dated before me, like had a kid and stuff. <gasps> like he was definitely sexually active. And I wouldn't kiss him for like eight months. Like I was eight like, eight months? You wouldn't eight kiss him? months. No, I'd like peck him, but I was like, if you put my, your tongue in my mouth, I'm a whore. Like that's it. It's over. <laughs> and so finally, homecoming night, we went to homecoming. We come home. He's dropping me off. I finally like lean over and he puts his tongue in my mouth. And it's like, <laughs> he's a very, he's very experienced and he's a very good kisser. And all of a sudden, the brights of my dad's <gasps> truck flip on behind us. No, and I'm just like, God. Of, of course, in course, of course. Um, yeah, it was, it, you know, it was like <laughs> sitcom. I'm just like, thanks, dad. I finally you ruined a, my moment. You ruined my tongue kiss, dad. Sophia, who are you sucking face with? Oh, man, it's so sweet. My my first no tongue kiss and my first French kiss were with the same person. No, are you yeah. serious? Yeah, my high, you guys, my high school sweetheart until the end of my junior year in high school was my best friend from summer camp since I was nine. Oh, my God. Like the sweetest little bunny, just the that. best person, the best person. And I feel so, I feel like on the one hand, so lucky yeah. And on the other hand, I'm like, you were so nice that you made me so naive in the world. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just had no idea. But yeah, I don't know. It was just like so lovely. It was a sweet way to kind of grow up and like fall in love and have it last for so long. And I remember when we were just like, we'd been together for so long and we'd never experienced anything else. And um, and I mean, did the you poor talk guy, about getting, did you think you were going to get married oh, in high yeah. school? Oh, for <laughs> sure. I was like, I was the Haley James. I was like, this is it. Aww. And I also think back and I'm like that sweet teenage boy who never pressured me into having sex with him, yeah. who just was like, it's okay that you're not ready. Like literally for years, for almost a decade. My God, when you consider the fact that we like fell in love and held a hands at summer camp at nine, um, you know, we broke up when we were 16 and yeah. I remember just being devastated. I remember laying on the floor, like the cold (laughs) tile floor of the bathroom, just sobbing because I was like, I I don't know how this has happened. And I know it's right, but what's going on? And I went to school and I had told my best friend. And when I like walked into school, she came to meet me and we walked in and everyone was like, oh my God, what happened? Because I think I looked really sad. And she said, 
she looked at two of the girls we were friends with and she goes, the couple of the century just broke up. And they said, <gasps> we heard about Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston. And, and they were like, no, you ding dongs. Or it was Gwen- Brad and Gwyneth back then, actually. What am I oh, saying? Oh, it was. Right, yeah. right, right. And, and we were all so sad because they were like so emo and hot and they had the same haircut. The same haircut. And she, yeah. And she was like, no. So. And everyone was like, no. <laughs> we were like the teenage love story. It was so sweet. Aw. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. So therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I've had um, plenty of times in my life and seasons where I have needed a safe space where I could just uh, know that there was no judgment. I could just sort of dump out whatever I was thinking. And sometimes mm-hmm. even just hearing myself say things out loud made it mm-hmm. easier to go, wait a second, actually, I don't believe that. Why am I carrying that narrative around in my brain? But yeah. it doesn't always feel easy to say that kind of stuff to friends or people you're in relationship with. So I love therapy for that reason and many more. I do too. I totally agree, especially because therapy is a dedicated chunk of time. Like for me, it's an hour a week where I really focus on my self-care. It's like, I think of it as a, you know, gym for my brain and my heart. And it's so important Mm -hmm. to take care of yourself in that way. And like you said, Joy, you can't always unburden on your friends. And I think a lot of us sometimes don't talk about what's going on with us because we feel guilty asking somebody to help us work through something. But that's literally a therapist's job. And I think that's why it works so well. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash drama today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash drama. Oh gosh, I'm so excited whenever we get these offers. I love using my coupons that I virtually clip out for Thrive because they have all these options of things that I can't find in my local grocer. And the one thing everyone has to do is grocery shop, right? So why not do Mm -hmm. it from the comfort of your couch? And for me, that's where Thrive Market comes in. Totally agree. Thrive Market is my go-to for all of my grocery and my household essentials. And the convenience of getting everything online and then quick ship to my doorstep huge time saver. I love that Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And I use their online filters to suit my lifestyle needs. So whether you're looking for organic kids snacks or low sugar alternatives or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks to make simpler, healthier swaps. Not only do we all save time shopping as Thrive Market members, but I love that I save money on every single grocery order. I mean, on average, it's over 30% savings every single time. Whether that's pantry staples, like you said, like, you know, peanut butter and coconut oil, or I am getting the gluten-free snacks I'm actually supposed to be eating. It really (laughs) makes a big difference. (laughs) When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. So save time and money. Shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash drama for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's Thrive 
T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash drama. Thrivemarket.com slash drama. Ooh, honey, you know that I can't wear fancy shoes with a dress. I am a boots and dress woman. So now that festival and concert season are going to be all about boots, Tacova's must be your stop before attending your next concert, you guys. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparels, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break in period. This is so important. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by your local Decova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. And the smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there is no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to the store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. I spent the first trimester of my pregnancy with Gus in Puerto Rico. And if you're going to be sick and grumpy and tired, it's such a beautiful place. Like it really fixes a lot. It really is. I shot a movie there and I shot my first commercial there when I was 14 years old. It was so fun. And I've been back Three times since then, uh, my cousin used to live there, and it's just a fabulous place. I love it. I learned this word from Gina Rodriguez, who is probably the biggest Puerto Rico fan of all of us. Puerto <laughs> is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than just a name. It's a way of life. It's a representation of the spirit of the island, you know? The unique Boricua spirit infuses the music and welcoming spirit of the island in Puerto Rico. If you can hear the music, you're invited to the party. Mm. Sometimes it's salsa, sometimes it's plena, sometimes it's reggaeton. No matter what the rhythm is calling to you, when you hear it, it's always time to dance. All I want to do now is dance with y'all. Let's go. (laughs) Well, in Puerto Rico, you can't step outside without hearing music. Puerto Rico has renowned bars and nightlife and a welcoming spirit. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Okay, friends, we are here to help you out. Mother's Day is May 12th. That means it's fast approaching. So instead of scrambling last minute this year, Hillary and I think you should try Macy's for your Mother's Day gifts. Oh, we sure do. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. You can shop by price, like $25 and under to $100 and under, categories like fragrance, handbags, and more, or their gift lists like for the mom who has everything or for grandma or for gifts that are already wrapped. Macy's is making it so easy on you. Find top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frame, Polaroid cameras, Samsung smart TV, the frame, which I have a couple of love them. They're all at Macy's.com slash gift finder. Head on over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Speaking of sweetness, let's talk about Brian Greenberg. Oh, man. The sweetest. He was such a good energy, too. He really was. 
We got robbed when he went and did his other show. We like Ugh, an HBO show. Ugh. We were like, fine. I feel like we'd all have had a much. I just feel like things would have been better if he'd stayed. I might be giving my cards away here. All Dude, of our cards, listen, really. Listen, Sophia and I. So, so at the we time, we were all that, so in love with him. We really were. Yeah, Joy. Yeah. You were hanging out with Chef. You were like on the Chef train and. Yeah, Sophia and I over at the Riverview Suites. Uh, I remember riding down in the elevator of the Riverview Suites with you, and I was in a relationship, so I could not say I think Greenberg is cute. But I was yeah. like, <laughs> he's so he's so fun, and he's just <laughs> he's like he's really cool, you know. And you were like, uh-huh. oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you and I were like little girls just being like, oh, my God, he's so cute. Oh, my God. Like when you're so young that you get excited that someone else thinks the person you think is cute is cute because it's just so exciting it's to share a validation. A yeah. And yeah, he had he that damn guitar cute. everywhere. Oh, my oh gosh. No. That's right. Ugh. Yeah. He was a babe. And by the way, like stayed a babe. Like he's still the nicest yeah. dude on the yeah. planet. The I best. love how much he loves his wife. Like he yeah. is the guy that he was then like there was yeah. nothing false about him mm-hmm. that's what i loved about him as an actor too is when you watch him on screen he there's there's nothing fake he's he can't mm. be um anything other than just r- real in that way you know he's, he's so he's, genuine yeah when he takes that bag oh, Yo, oh when he takes nathan's oh, bag in the, no. just my heart because it's such a shitty thing dan does to lucas going hey son and then it's you know his son the again another double entendre um but and you see the heartbreak on chad's face playing lucas in that scene and you're just like it knocks the wind out of you and then brian comes in don't let him take it and just takes the bag and puts it over his shoulder hold on though i love how we refer to most of the actors by their character's name but with greenberg we're like but brian like he did it for real like it was really his choice (laughs) brian's a hero brian did it brian i was told you know in like season two that peyton and jake were endgame and i was like oh weird And I think they just said that to throw me off the trail. Do you know what I mean? Mm. This is a good place for us to talk about this because we all got told lots of things that weren't the same. And I was told, by the way, from day one that Peyton and Lucas were endgame. Like I signed up for a pilot in which Peyton was not willing to admit that she like loved the, you know, the emo boy. Yeah, and so you got told Peyton and Jake were Endgame, but Joy, I think did they you... did that because they wanted me to not lean into the chat of it. Do you know what right. I mean? Like yeah. it was right. a it was a mind game. Oh heaven forbid they just tell us what our jobs are as actors because <laughs> yeah. we're professionals. Um, it's like why did they want us to like be weirdly invested in things behind the scenes? Joy, did you did you always know it was going to be Haley and Nathan, or did you think it was going to no. be something or someone else? No, I was surprised. I thought it was going to be Haley and Lucas for a little bit, but then our mm. energy was so siblingness that there was just no, yeah, it just didn't, that didn't happen. Um, mm. So I don't know. I'm trying to remember. I think it was, yeah, once, uh, I, I'll be interested to see when this happens. Cause I think it's later on in season one when Haley starts tutoring Nathan and right. I think that was originally just supposed to be an extra conflict of interest with Lucas, like Lucas's 
best friend is now has to work with Nathan. But James and I, you know, who knew we had chemistry and on screen. And, and as soon as we started, you know, getting on together, it was like, people started liking it and there were message boards back then. And I, so I'm, mm. I don't know. It'd be nice to talk with some of the writers on our show who were there at the beginning. I was told after out. the pilot, I was told after the pilot that, that Nathan <gasps> and Haley were going to be were? like, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was part of the reason they recast because they were like, no, we need Nathan and Haley. Like she is going to fix him. And I was like, yeah, interesting. Yeah. So I, I mean, they told me and that's why they were like, you know, we need someone who is sexy. So, but like, doesn't act like it, you know? So that Nathan gets drawn in by this understated thing. Mm. And so, so all of my codependent issues really worked for me in this (laughs) storyline. Yeah. I was here to save him. Yeah, oh, like wow. every good sure. high school girl with codependent issues. Guys, ding, we cannot ding, bring ding. home the fixer uppers. Like we <laughs> for any teenage girl listening right now. Nope. Don't bring home the baggage. Just nope. leave it at school. <laughs> and anyone who tells you you make me want to be better. Uh-uh. No, no. Run for the hills. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember my dad using a metaphor that he thought I would understand cuz my parents literally in college, I rescued so many dogs and I would always bring them to my parents' house for a night before I could figure out where to take them. This is a metaphor my, for the relationships. It is. It, it'll get there. It'll come back around. My dad was like, if you bring home one more stray dog into this house where we already have dogs, I will literally change the locks and never let you back in. Yeah. So I was like, OK, I guess six was too many, but OK, fine. And years later, you know, fast forward. I don't know. We're in our like mid twenties. And my dad just said, no more sick puppies, rescue dogs, not people. And I just remember being like, (gasps) just sobbing. Cause I'd never, I didn't understand that, that the sort of, I don't know that, that that desire or that subconscious thing, basically joy, what I'm saying is I also have codependency issues and um, I'm glad we share that. And, um, I just, I didn't know that that was bleeding into spaces where it could be, you know, detrimental to me. And so, yeah, yeah. baggage at school, puppies at the shelter, just keep, just, just keep your, keep on moving. Keep there's healthy clear. out there, kid. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's there healthy really out there. I promise. Um, can we talk about Dan? Oh yeah. Cause this really was like a Dan centric episode mm-hmm. manipulating all the kids, but it's so <sighs> weird to see, how young all the parents are in yeah. the show. And as a parent now, it it is interesting to watch those storylines, which mm-hmm. uh, we noted earlier that it was, uh, well, I, I'm recognizing for the first time why, uh, one of the reasons why our show was so popular among such a broad age range, mm-hmm. because you could watch it with your kids um, in, in high school or, you know, whatever, I don't know what age is appropriate for this show, but, Mm. um, at the time you would watch it with your young adults and then the grownups would watch it as well because they had storylines that they were interested in. And, um, I think it's really cool. I'm, I'm liking watching the parent storyline now. I didn't really care much when I was 20. Well, when Dan tells Nathan, Nathan says, Oh, he's hitting on my girlfriend right in front of me. And Dan says, you know, if you're going to get in a fight, get in a fight over something important. I remember feeling so slighted 
as a young person. Mm-hmm. But now as an adult, like if my son came home and was like, I got in a fight over a girl, I'd be like, you big idiot. Like, what <laughs> are you doing? And so to find myself as a grown up siding with Dan Scott, like, yeah. what have I become? <laughs> 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 That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And Karen, watching Karen, um, mm. you know, not go to the game and wrestle with like, I want to support my son, but I just can't go be that must have been hard I, I, I'll be curious to know what Moira has to say about that because mm-hmm. that's that's a hard choice to justify like to not be able to get past your own uh issues with the you know for her for Karen not to be able to get past her issues with Dan and Nathan have in you order guys to not show up have you gone back to your high schools in real life yes when'd you go um Five, six, seven years ago, seven yeah. years ago, probably. I just walked through the halls. I went back for a fundraiser, but I don't even remember when. It's got to. It's got to be at least that long. It's just so weird because we have these like fake high school memories and like the sets that we walked through as mm. as as many times as we walked through our real high school halls, yeah. you know. Mm. And so to go back to like the real space. That scene with Karen being like, you know, what did, what did she say? That place knows too much. What, mm-hmm. I can't go back there. That, yeah. yeah. What is it? That place right, knows, that place too, knows much. too much. I got chills when she said that. Yeah. That's how I, I feel too. when I go home. I think we all have places that feel like that. And I think in, in a way, isn't it interesting that our show has carried that energy for us? in a sense, until we've been like, no, wait, this is ours. And we made it. And it was awesome. Yeah. We're taking it back. Yeah. You know, it, it's a big thing. And, and Joy, to your point, what, when you asked, like, how, I wonder how Moira did that. I think our experience in Wilmington actually being so isolated on our show, because it was like, it was all college kids and retired people, mostly. Like, the, <laughs> but you it know, really was. It really was. Like, we just had each other. It was very insular. It was very small. And so I think at times when we were figuring ourselves out, it could make failure feel so much bigger. And I don't know. I I would almost wager that maybe for her, it was every single person who's in that gym tonight has a story about me. Mm. Like, there's no anonymity in a town like Tree Hill. That was kind of part of the point. Um, was how in everybody's everybody else was. So yeah. I don't know. I'd be curious to know that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. This was also the um, the episode where we got to hear the theme song for the first time. Yeah, we had our opening credits. Yes. I the, don't want to be anything. It's so funny. Every time that song comes on and I like walk into a restaurant or whatever, I'm like, do I hide or am I like proud of it? Do I like walk around? Like I secretly hope somebody's going to know. do you feel like you're being punked? I find out. It used to be that, like, in supermarkets or in restaurants, it was on a loop. So you knew that, like, no one – it was just, like, a block of music that yeah. played over and over again. Yeah. Now, with the way, like, Spotify or, like, technology yeah. works, I feel like I'm being punked because it's yeah. everywhere. <laughs> I'm like, are we being followed? Are they tracking our phones? Does someone think this is funny? Like, they're what like, is that? They're like, it could be her or it could not be her, but this is how we're going to find out. And the then they on. hit <sighs> And then if yeah. you get weird, if you get socially awkward, it's her. It's her. It's totally her. 
Oh, God. I do love that song. I still love it. I think it's such a good song. That whole mm. album is really strong. Gavin DeGraw. Mm. What's the album? It's Chariot, right? The album is called yeah. Chariot. And the song at the end of the episode was a Gavin DeGraw song also called Belief, yep. which is a super Ugh. powerful song. He's such an amazing songwriter. Do you remember partying with him at Firebelly? When did he come visit? Was it the Cheryl yeah. Crow episode? Yeah, he, the Cheryl Crow episode, he came back to visit. He was there a yeah. few times. He came back in the end, too. Yeah, he was in and out. Yeah. He I, he played like our kickoff party, I think. Like yeah. when we premiered, he came to Wilmington and like played at a bar or something. But I just remember well, like being around a pool table with Gavin DeGraw being like, wow, he's really famous. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's so cool that he sang our song. Yeah. He did. Yeah. He's fun time too. He's a great guy. Did I, you tour with him? Yeah. Yep. I went on tour with him and wow. uh, Michelle Branch and... um. Yeah, he's just like, he's got that swagger. He's got that like, you know, deep, artistic, soulful heart, but has also like got a, he's a great time. He'll just, you know, shoot the shit with anybody. He'll have a conversation with anybody from anywhere. He's a mm. curious person. And I just think he's a super cool guy. That's um, so cool. We, we stay in touch on and off. And yeah, he's a good guy. Has he ever come to one of the conventions? No, but he should. They totally yeah. should bring him out. Gavin, if you're listening, Gavin, don't be a dork. Come hang out with us. It's so fun. We're a great time. <laughs> we just bring him on this show is what yeah. we need to do. I had one of my coolest moments with Gavin. He, when he opened for Billy, this is years later, this is after the show has ended, he opened for Billy Joel on Billy Joel tour. And no. say what? anybody that knows me knows what a freak I am about Billy Joel. Like I know every song. I know every word to every song. I'm, he's my favorite. So I went to the yes. Billy Joel concert and he was opening and I, I had like, I texted him, but, you know, I didn't hear. I was like, you know, he's getting ready to do a show. He's not going to respond. So I was sitting in the front and he and Gavin does his song and he starts doing our theme song. And he's like walking down around the audience and it's like a <gasps> Hollywood Bowl. So you can come down the side of the stage yeah. and come around the middle and up the middle. And as he comes around up the middle, he's got security around him. And I was like, Fuck it. and I just like I told my friend who I was with, I was like, I'll be right back. And I just ran out into the aisle and like rushed him like a crazy fan <gasps> and like got right up in his face. Like, and no. I was like, and I and I, I was like, either he's going to see me and he's going to let me sing this with him or he's going to be totally freaked out and like they're going to the security's going to take me away but I'm going to like take the risk anyway <laughs> I'm at a belly gel concert I have to do it oh my so God. I ran up and uh and he he definitely was like uh and then his face switched when he saw me and recognized me and was like oh my god and then like brought me in and we sang on the mic together for a second oh. and then like it was so great and then he went up would they put us up on the big tron or whatever the big screen is we were yeah. there singing together so i sang at a billy joel concert technically that is cool <laughs> yes. street cred joy Street cred. Cool. he texted also, me afterwards he was like i have a cold you might want to take some vitamin c when you get home <laughs> oh no also, Sorry, though, I just you. love your boldness. You're like, I'm going to hey, rush the, to rush the performer. Joy, you're iconic. <laughs> yeah, I would have been too scared. Like, what if oh, TMZ yeah. had been there to catch me getting like, you know, clotheslined by security? <laughs> <laughs> Who's the broad? You know, life is short. Oh, yeah. man. I like that you went for it. Um, speaking of going for it, this whole like Peyton art thing. um, people all the time mm. want to know who drew those pictures. Like, mm. I'm just going to say it. It wasn't me. We had like trained professionals that did mm. all the artwork 
And so all the stuff that you see, um, maybe our awesome producer can pull up her name. Yeah, it'd be but, nice to know the name of the person that did all that. I don't know. I don't know if it was the same person all season. Oh, really? But we, we had such a great art department. You know, yeah. some of the artwork, though, that was taped up to the wall that Peyton tears down was stuff that I'd drawn during the pilot. And then they just like ripped it out of the notebooks that they'd given me and taped it up because it was like, we got to cover some wall space. Um, so all of my real art is the trash art guy. And it was drawn by, it's on there, Hillary in the chat. They just Yeah, Helen up. Ward. Did Helen do all seasons? I mean, it's iconic. People make, you know, those canvases that they want us to sign at I conventions. I hope she's making money Shirts. off of that. I do too. Where's her little so. coffee table book? Of Peyton pictures. Sad I stuff. Your art yeah. matters. Your it's art what matters. Yeah, mm. You know what's so weird is that when the show started, it was like art, 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 art. But mm. I'd come from MTV, and I'm like not an arty lady. But I did have like the music thing going. And so yeah. the transition from art to music for Peyton, mm. it was one of those things where it was like art imitating life, you know? Mm -hmm. And... And Sophia, you just talked about this. Like your character had to turn into Sophia a little bit more in order for it to fit right. Joy, did you feel, I mean, they added you becoming a musician because you were such a yeah. skilled yeah. musician in real life. You know. Oh. Yeah, they did. I mean, I think that our, I did love that about the show that it, there was a heavy, lean, uh, heavy bent on our, our artistic um, prowess being uh whether it was writers or people who were reading you know great literature mm -hmm. or art great music um mm -hmm. i mean those are cornerstones of our show that um again something that is a little harder to find now in this genre and uh, yeah. i just love that and and yes i think you know it was just total providence uh coincidence whatever you want to call it that i was able to um be cast on a show that had that one of music as a major cornerstone and that mm -hmm. you know i i never came on the show thinking i was going to play a musician ever and i don't think anyone planned that um and uh yeah mark heard me singing to myself in a parking lot um and just decided to he was like hey do you want to sing on the show i was like i don't know do i maybe i don't know <laughs> I, I really didn't know because i was i just it was so much I was uncertain about at the time. But yeah, I'm really glad that I did. It was just super cool. Um, opened up a lot of doors for me. It's cool. Yeah. And I think, you know, to your point, the idea that we got to talk about music and writing and and really elevate their sort of pathways into feeling and human experience and catharsis those are things that a lot of people weren't getting. And, and we were all talking during the episode about how interesting it was, like even in that scene with Lucas and Karen in the cafe, when he's so mad and she's yelling at him because he got in a fight with Nathan at school and he's just, he's being a boy, mm -hmm. you know, he's expressing anger and frustration and, and to see that, in that character and then on the flip side to have Nathan's character being a little boy who's been pressured to behave like a man and like the wrong kind of man, you know, a, a, a petty, um, narcissistic man. It, 
it was so incredible to kind of have these men on this seesaw of feeling. It gave all these people permission. And and we obviously as as the girls got to do so much of our own um you know, I was going to say legwork and then I'm like I guess it's heart work, like emotional stuff. But I think that's part of why it's really lived for a lot of people still is because they no matter what end of the spectrum you come in on, you you feel represented in some way. And and I would like to think you you feel permission to like feel your feelings and your own complexities and things. Well, did boys cry on TV? See, I was never watching teen dramas. So the only boy I ever like no cried on TV was Dawson, Dawson. because I see that meme of James Vanderbeek. <laughs> I know. It's like a God, meme. It is a meme. But did did boys cry on TV back then? Oh, I'm sure they did. I'm sure they really was... know. I feel like there was an episode of Luke Perry crying on 90210. Oh, Chad, Chad was really, really good yeah. about being vulnerable as a boy, you know, and not having to play that toxic masculinity thing of like, I don't feel anything. I'm dead inside. You yeah. know? Yeah. He, he went well, for it. And I think that's such an interesting thing, too, you know, that that they wanted him to play Nathan. And he right? he wanted to do something different than he'd been doing for his yeah. career. Yeah. And and, you know, isn't it so funny that then and we've talked about this before, but like you had sweet little baby James come oh in to play God. Nathan. He's he's such a sensitive soul and then had to come yes. in and be bad. Yeah. And it's I don't know. It's just so it's so interesting. All the things that we all were able to try and and the ways we had to push ourselves to be these people. Have you guys know. ever seen James's audition tape? Because like I know oh, how James, James enters a room it. and it's like, hey, it's nice to see you. Cool, cool. You know, and it's like so chill. <laughs> and then when they just start the scene, like I can't yeah. imagine that like turn in the audition where it's no. like, oh no, I'm evil. You know, it's, like, it's so wild. <laughs> I also, it's striking me in this moment because, you know, Hillary, you were talking about how, um, like even in your scenes, like when when Peyton and Lucas would be doing these emotional scenes, like Chad would always, you know, meet you there. Yeah. And then Joy, I remember asking you something when we were working early, early years. And I was like, how do you do that, though? Like, what what's the mechanism to cry like that? Like, I have to get so sad. And you just looked at me and you were like, well, you know, I just kind of. And you did this like thing. You went somewhere in your head and you looked to the side and then you were crying. And I was like, what? Are you kidding me? It was like the most magical thing I'd ever seen. And and in this moment, it's hitting me that, you know, you guys, you and Chad really came in having had the most experience on sets and like me, Hillary and James didn't know anything. And so I was I'm a like, puppet. yeah, man, but it's, but it's cool. Cause I realized that in this moment, I'm like, oh, right. You guys had like these amazing performer skill sets that, oh, I just remember, I remember watching you do things and just being like, wow. Mm-hmm. Well, we had a lot of fun. We had a lot of opportunities to do that. And you got a lot more opportunities to to do all that too. So, I mean, mm. I think Brooke took such a You built a cool, it for yourself. Yeah, you really did. And I'm so Thanks. excited for us to see more of that. The next episode is the famous one of you in the backseat of the car. Oh, I'm pretty man. sure that's the next one. <laughs> Um, but you know, we get to know a little bit more about Brooke. So to all our friends at home, we heard you all really liked 
our most likely twos last week. And so the three of us did a little digging on the internet and we dug up some pretty excellent most likely twos. I'm so excited about these. we would like... <laughs> they're so ridiculous. We would like if you guys continue to find this fun to pick one every week and decide who we want to attribute it to. What is the one for this week? All right, are we pulling it? Is there a drum roll? Let's pull it. Go. Uh, (laughs) Oh, okay. Who is most likely to go on The Bachelor? Not that we've seen her yet, but the moment I saw that come out of the hat, my first thought was Deb. Oh, yes, (laughs) yes. Yes. She's like... I deserve a second chapter. I've been dealing Don't with Dan Scott for decades. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say probably Rachel. Oh, my God. It's Do totally you know what Rachel. I mean? Like, Daniil hasn't appeared oh, yet, yeah. but Rachel did Maxim. Um, yeah. Ra- yeah. I mean, she did all sorts of weird stuff. And then didn't, after I left, didn't she end up doing like a TV show with Dan Scott or something weird? Oh, yeah. She ended up, well, do we give away the spoiler? I heard a rumor that they ended up together. Like she's uh, yeah. totally the person to end up on The Bachelor. Yeah, she ended up with the rich guy on a private jet. You're right. It's Rachel. God bless. I love her. Okay, you guys are flooding our inbox. We love it so much. It's so cool to hear from all of you. Um, okay, so we have some quest with listener questions. Are you girls ready for this? Ooh, I don't Listeners. know. How invasive are they? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not feeling witty today. I'm sorry. I was going to say something about my last gynecology appointment, but that would be totally inappropriate. Okay. Okay. Um, Simon was wondering what your first impressions of each other were, which we talked about a little bit and whether they still Mm. remain the same now. And do you think filming on location in particular made you all much closer? Well, I still think, Mm. Sophia's beautiful and I was blown away to find out that she was so incredibly brilliant as well like what an what an amazing um double double header double hitter what do they call it God really doled out with both hands on you kiddo she's a winner <laughs> listen the, I remember realizing how smart Sophia was when we started doing crew Christmas presents and we would get the entire crew Best Buy gift certificates and Sophia was the person that was like you guys are stressing me out I'm gonna handle this and yes. she would go to Best Buy by like a thousand gift certificates and then have the lists of names and figure out who got what and yeah. like be in her trailer just managing that and it was a big task all the math and girlfriend mm. you got the money she got mm. all the money from everybody yeah. <laughs> she organized She's boss. yes and yeah. that was pre-venmo yeah and <laughs> hillary was. i still think you're also beautiful and so cool and so soulful and smart and i mean yes our mm. fir- my first impressions of both of you st- stuck and have deepened for sure a hundred percent hillary you're like wickedly intimidatingly cool and so yourself and and actually something you share I was just about to pivot to you Joy but I realized one of the things that like I love the most about you both and that also makes me feel intimidated because I feel like I don't know anything is you have such a deep well of like expert level musical theater knowledge so sometimes when the three of us are together (laughs) but when the three of us are together one of you says something and then you go off on a tangent and i'm like where are they going what are they talking about what is this it's usually straight to jean valjean yeah it's 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 les miser into the woods it's one of the two yeah always (laughs) 
my, my first impression of joy, and this is something that continues to ring true, is Joy is the all-American girl next door. She is wholesome and like so easy to love right out of the gates. Mm. But Joy has a naughty streak that mm. I always felt so privileged to know about. And so just recently, we have a mutual friend and we were talking about Joy. And she's like, you know, Joy's just so wholesome and so good. And I'm like, what Joy are you hanging out with? Because <laughs> I know... I know Party Joy, and she is fun. She's yeah, so when Joy fun. when Joy lets you into that cut loose circle, you've made it. That's oh, the yeah. that's the upper echelon. It feels real nice because it's true. You're so beautiful and talented, and you sing like an angel. And and I think because you were playing, yeah, Haley, we all were like, aw. And then. <laughs> And then <laughs> you get into like the whiskey nights and you're just like, oh, I've made That's it. Right. I've made it. Give me a give me a glass of Johnny Walker and a nice long Virginia Slim and I'll have a real good night. Oh, have a good there chat. There it is. Bad Girls Club. Here we come. Oh, Bad Girls. All right. What's our next question? Oh, Hillary, this one's for you. Stacy says, Hillary, in the pilot episode, did you actually almost run over Chad with the comet? Oh, Christ. <laughs> I mean. Did you? So here's what's up. Um, <laughs> I hadn't really driven a car since high school because I lived in Manhattan. Like, why would I drive a car? Uh, and so I came down. I don't know that my license was even good. And they give me this car that is, you know, it's a vintage car. Brakes aren't awesome. It shifts in and out of gear on its own. And they're just like, okay, honey, what you need to do is pick up a little speed and then like hit the brakes and hit this mark exactly because he's just going to be standing here. And guys, I couldn't even hit a mark walking. Like, how am I going <laughs> <laughs> to? Chad's quick. He's limber. He survived. What do you want me to do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, great. So those are our listener questions. Will you guys keep, please, please keep sending them to us? Yes. You know, because yes. it's fun to figure out what you want to talk about. We know what we want to talk about. We could just go on and on forever. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Can we talk about Joy and her secret talent? Ooh, <gasps> this is <laughs> truly one? one of the greatest things, and <laughs> and especially you know a year into not being able to not only be together because we don't live in the same place as all of us, but no one can be together because yeah. of this pandemic. And then it was finally safe for us to do this. And, and we got to do our shoot. And I mean, listen, we may or may not have taken all those bottles of Jane Walker home from the bar with us. We did. Spoiler. But we did. In my, de- in my defense, I did bring them for us. Yeah. Yeah. I brought them as presents and then we opened them all. Um, we certainly <laughs> we weren't going to leave them. Joy's Ranch. No. Who would ever waste a great bottle of whiskey? We took them to Joy's Ranch and we were like out with the horses and the dogs. And then we turn around and this goddess woman with her mermaid hair is mixing the stiffest drinks that were just so good. Well, the rose petals are what got me. Joy goes out into her garden and it's just like plucking rose petals to put in drinks. And like, is she a fairy? What is this? It was glorious. Yeah, you made us this like floral version of an old fashioned. I mean, it's what inspired the cocktails that we literally made with Jane yes. Walker. We got to make boxes of them because of you. It was so cool. So we got, we, okay, I, I love mixology. It's something that I kind of started over the pandemic. And um, 
it's to me it's kind of like the closest i know how to get to potion making (laughs) there's like all these pretty (laughs) bottles and you can pour stuff out and mix things and they taste good and they make you feel certain ways and it's very exciting (laughs) so so yeah it's been become a bit of a hobby and uh yeah that was one of my favorites i i really love there's a rose syrup it's it's not a syrup it's a liqueur it's rose liqueur and when you mix it into kind of like an old-fashioned style drink with whiskey it's particularly oh. particularly great so um yeah i i'll we'll have to post that that recipe as well as our our mm-hmm. smoky yeah. um lapsong souchong smoky syrup uh tea infused cocktail that we got to make with jane walker and it's called the iconic so pass the word around that's the iconic drama queen and we'll post those recipes soon but yeah that was fun and i'm so glad that you girls came over because it was really we haven't been able to really do that just all all together no we were supposed to come to your house just for dinner and so and i didn't leave till like one o'clock in the morning <laughs> it was like oh like i hope we get a car out here and we did um but yeah, it was an adventure. I love it out there. Just sitting out on your patio and like seeing the horses and all the stars and being able to catch up. That's like the first time we've gotten to hang out in somebody's backyard since we were in Wilmington. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, that's right. That's so true. Yeah, because so much of what we've all been able to do, you know, over the last half decade has been in cities around the world. Like we'll go to Montreal, we'll go to Paris. We haven't been able to just sit at home and it felt so nice uh so how should we wrap up guys should we talk I about mean, well we need to talk about what our favorite lines of the episode are for sure okay oh, well yeah. i don't think there's any i mean i i guess mm. well your art matters is is like that's the one that's like the star line yeah it's it's tattooed on my heart like i yeah. not in real life mm-hmm. guys like i don't really have a tattooed but um yeah, I feel like that's the heart of Peyton. Like that line, yes. everything comes back to yeah. that. Yeah. And and it's your art matters is that iconic line, but it's it's the support line. It's what got me here. Like that's mm. the whole thing of it. You did something and it made me brave. It did Ugh. matter. It's after you gave him that whole speech, the whole mm-hmm. grown-up speech at the car. And what does it matter? It doesn't matter to anybody anyway. And that he took the risk to say that to you in spite of how often you reject him. Boys should always talk to us that way. Yes. Just always. Tell us what we want to hear. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) And I got to say, the sleeper hit for me was definitely that place knows too much. That was a punch in the gut. That's the grown up line that hits us now as grown ups where it's like, oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Girls, this has been so fun. I can't wait till our next one. I love you. Love you too. I'm so dirty from farming today. So I love that this is our lady break. Like where we get to just like pause and be 17 year old girls again and have a great time. All right, guys, saddle up. We'll see you next week. Uh, As always, we're your drama queens. We love you. (laughs) Bye. Love you. Drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl. Drama girl. Cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens. Smart girl, rough girl, fashion mutual, tough girl. You can sit with us, girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens. Drama, drama queens, drama queens. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, Booking your getaway with Cheap Caribbean Vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. 
Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Sunscape Resorts and Spas and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Boy, I've spent definitely a significant amount of time in therapy in my life. And I think there's just so many layers to life that can be hard to navigate and having somebody there to just talk through things really makes, it makes the days easier sometimes. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. I don't know about y'all. I love the holidays, and they also stress me out. <laughs> Yesterday, I was trying to get everybody's gifts wrapped, and I just needed a second. I was on my fourth paper cut, and I was like, okay, take a walk around the house, <laughs> calm yourself down. And you know what I did? I went and got myself a cookie, and I felt better. So all I'm saying <laughs> is if you're tired or besieged by paper cuts... I think you deserve a cookie too. I agree. Guys, Keebler <laughs> Sandies are buttery. They're shortbread cookies made with delicious ingredients like cranberries, pecans, and almonds. And each Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by those cute little Keebler elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies. It's the perfect treat that'll keep you going. Next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for a Keebler Sandy's shortbread cookie to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. Hey, it's your drama queens, and we're here to tell you that choking is the fourth leading cause of accidental deaths. So let's talk about LifeVac. It is a life-saving airway clearance device, which has saved over 1,500 lives. LifeVac is the easiest, safest, and only non-invasive choking rescue device that can save the life of your loved one. Visit LifeVac, L-I-F-E-V-A-C dot net and enter promo code DRAMAQUEENS to save 20% and secure your home kit today. You guys, have you heard about Squarespace? You must have, because I talk about it all the time. Their website has helped me with my businesses, but it will also help you grow your business. And it really does take the guesswork out of building a website. They have so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of our favorite product features is the Fluid Engine. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with a best-in-class website template and then customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. Stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine, built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Go to squarespace.com drama for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code DRAMA to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain.